Well, hey there, podcast listeners. It's Brian and Tracy, and today we're in the studio with Corey and Rhonda, Flex Talk mentors extraordinaire. So thank you guys for joining us for this fun topic today. We're glad to be here. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about developing your love map. Mm -hmm. So Tracy, this is probably a good one for couples to listen to together. Maybe if you're if you're uh, on a road trip right now and uh, you're listening to this, this is a good kind of a marriage moment mm -hmm. for the next 20, mm -hmm. 30 minutes. Yep. Uh, get ready to hit the pause button because we're going to have a lot yep. of fun uh, exposing our marriages in the studio today um, and then helping you expose yours a little bit. Um, yes. So do you want me to give you a little introduction here? Yeah. What, you... Why don't, Trace, why don't we start with this? What What in the world is a love map? Before we get to Corey and Rhonda and we expose their marriage. Uh... Before we put them under the microscope <laughs> to see how well they know each other. Yeah. Sounds what's scary. What's a, everybody's, by the way, is clothed here. We're just talking about exposing your heart. <laughs> Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, it's not a video. I just wanted to make sure. It's not the that. nudist edition. So what, what, Tracy, what is a love map and where does this concept come from? Yeah. So this is a John Gottman concept and he's just the master uh, researcher of relationships. And one of the concepts that he came up with was this idea when he would study couples, the couples that knew each other really well. Um, were like best friends, were intimate and really understood what made the other tick those couples had the best ch chance at success in marriage. And so he calls it the love map. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but um, it's from his seven principles for making marriage work. And so that's a good read by the way out there, but it's just a really interesting idea um, that he came up with just about couples learning about one another from simple things like what you like on your salad to deeper things like where do you see yourself in five years? So it's kind yeah. of like uh, the five love languages on steroids a little bit. It's like it's like that could be a part, a little part of the love sure. map. It could be a street on the love map. Am yeah, I, sure. I yeah, yeah, because that's kind of the idea is it's like a, yeah. just like how it all connects together, like that you really study your spouse in a way that you understand them like nobody else does. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, yeah, let's before we get into some of these test questions, why don't we start with this question? And podcast listeners, you can hit pause and answer this as well. But Corey and Rhonda, you have to okay. answer this for us in the studio. On a scale of one to 10, how well do you think you know your spouse? Corey, we'll, we'll start with you. On a scale of one to 10, how well do you think you know your spouse? 10 being the best? 10 being, oh, 10 being, the, being best. the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this isn't golf. Just clarifying <laughs> on this. No, making good. sure. <laughs> Number one sometimes yep. you know, is the way to be. On a scale of one to 10, I would say I know, and what do you mean by no? I guess I want to clarify that too. Like if you were to be able to map out, if you were to draw her love map, how how uh, how accurate of a picture would you be able to draw? I think I could draw about a nine because wow. there's always room for improvement. Ooh, good. Wow. We'll see how That's that good. goes. That was my answer as well. Really? A nine, yes. guys? Yes. Okay, wait. You're saying you could draw his? Is I think so. Would I think I, I, yeah, a nine because things change too. Yeah, that's true. So how many years have you guys been married? 24. 24, 24. years. Okay, so you've had a lot of time and you were high school sweethearts? Right, right. So, so you've got... been in each other's life a long time. Right. Rhonda, what? you barely even look 24. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Corey, I'm not going to send that yeah. to give that to you. That's why we're on podcast, <laughs> not on video. <laughs> this face is for you know, radio. This yeah, you have a radio. Face for radio. We both have heads for radio, Corey. That's the truth. So do you, did you guys yeah. have this concept in your mind, or what, what would you attribute your ability to answer a nine? 
I think part of it is because we, you know, we, when we got married, we left everything we knew. Mm. Uh, so we can, we, we've talked about this before, mm. but I, we kind of attribute a lot of our marriage success, if you will, to being in the military because we were away from everything. So we relied we on each other forced. to okay. work through things, right? Mm. So we matured with each mm-hmm. other, we, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that I think helped us a lot or okay. gave us a pretty big head start on a lot of people because there was no running back to mom or dad. Yeah. Or, right. You know, it was figure kind of it stuff. out. It was, yeah. yeah, figure it out. And, wow. And, you know, yeah, that's work good. Through it. Tracy, what would you, how would you rate, how would you rate um, your ability to map my love? Is that how you say it? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll say it. <laughs> to do fine. your love map. <laughs> yeah. This is still a new concept for me. Sorry, bear with me, everybody. I think, <laughs> I think I could, I think I'd be yeah. a nine. Yeah. I feel, I feel pretty confident that I, I know you and I, I mean, I'm a question asker. I mean, if, mm. you, if anyone knows mm-hmm. me well, they know that I ask a lot of questions, whether that's good <laughs> or bad. So I feel like I've discovered a lot about you. And how yeah, long I'll, have you guys been married? 20, uh, 21. 20-ish married, 20-ish years. Who's counting? Long time. Okay. Yeah, you say that because you don't know. <laughs> It's because I have to, at this point, I have to take my shoes and socks off to count, and I still can't, I can't get there. We're okay, over 20. You're not going to bail out on this little um, path. What are you going to say? Hold on. One to 10. I had a confession <laughs> to make <laughs> that I actually think you would have a higher score of knowing my love map than I would of knowing my love map. I think that might be true. Oh. Like, I think you probably are more insightful into what makes me tick mm-hmm. than yeah, I, I am. I would agree with that. Hmm. Is that, yeah. For, for, yeah. for you guys. No, okay. Yeah. No yeah. Well, what would, what would you say? How well do you, how well do you think you know my love map? I, I, I'm, I'm not as good a person as Corey. I'm not as good a person <laughs> as Rhonda or Tracy. I don't think I'd give myself a nine. I'd say an eight. Maybe well, that's not terrible. Eight, it's not, it's not horrible. I just, I think of everyone in this studio, I probably have the, the greatest room to grow. That's why I'm asking the questions, not okay. answering we'll them see. today. Well, at least at least he can be honest, right? We'll see. We'll see on yeah, some of these exactly. questions we'll if see. you know yeah, or not. That, now I'm scared. So yeah. that's like... <laughs> well, we'll here, we'll start with another softball. How did okay. you how did you get to know your spouse? Corey and Rana, you mentioned your dating years. How did you get to know your spouse in your dating years and what was the motivation back then? That was back in high school. That's a hard question. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, when they start dating, no matter how old you are, you get to know mm-hmm. somebody by asking them questions, right? Like, right. you, what's your favorite color? What, you know, mm-hmm. you start with easy questions mm-hmm. just to get to know people. And then and we had a lot of experiences together, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. But see, I think that's kind of the key that I think couples need to think about. Picture yourself in your dating years where you were super intentional, yeah. right? Because you're vetting this person. Mm-hmm. Who right. are you? Do I like you? Do I like every part of you? Okay, now I'll marry you. But then we get married and it's like we stop having that mentality. Like I still need to continue to get to know you. Like you guys said, you gave yourself a nine Mm -hmm. because you change as you grow older and as life brings you different things. There's always new things to discover. That, That really is the concept that we would want couples to understand. If you want a healthy marriage, you don't stop courting and seeking to understand your spouse. Like that should be something that we continue through the course of our life together. Absolutely. And we did a video on this um, Mm -hmm. actually in the past about spouses that become roommates. Yes. It just naturally, you just get complacent and busy and you forget to ask those questions. And that's really important to do Mm -hmm. is just to keep. That's right. That's absolutely. mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got to, 
you want to keep chasing after them. Right. I mean, that's kind of you know, the exactly. way that I look at it. Exactly. Is, is, you know. So why do you think most couples, because probably most couples stop, right? Why do you think most couples stop dating once they're married? There's a, probably a lot of reasons, but I would say one big one that's very common is children. Mm-hmm. Children come into the picture and, you know, that's be that's great, but that's not that shouldn't be a reason to mm-hmm. separate mm-hmm. from your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. You still then you have to, but then it's a intentional thing because everybody's tired and right. there's a lot going on and people are busy and there's appointments and there's all these things that come up. So you got to really be intentional at that part right. to say, hey, our relationship was the first relationship in this house and it's right. a very important relationship. Yeah, I think couples need to avoid that mentality where you are on the chase mm-hmm. you you get it you you landed the prize right. of who you wanted to marry mm-hmm. and then you just then stop done. right yep. mm-hmm. and that and then and then we wonder why marriages grow stale and why couples grow apart well because you're not chasing each other right. anymore because you think you're done like right. marriage is like the end yeah you won and now you <laughs> now you lose Okay, no, confession once again. I guess that's I, I see everybody looking at me in the studio. So that's You're talking Trace. right now. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's that might weird be weird not to look okay. at you. Maybe I'm a little paranoid then. Okay, you can see how I how I feel about this. Trace, we talk about this. All, all, you you joke about this all the time, but many many adjust. Many adjust is truth, or whatever the there's saying truth is. and jest. There's truth mm. and jest. And, yes. yeah. mm-hmm. and so you joke. I did. I I really. I really wooed you. Yeah, I saw there was a different side to Brian. Very intentional, romantic, thoughtful. And then where did that Brian go? Mm. You lost that a little bit. I'm you st- lost that love and feeling, man. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> this is me over here. <laughs> asking for you asking for you to just believe in me just a few more years. Well, no, I think that's true. I, Corey, I don't I don't know if that was true for you. I think you're from what I know of your marriage, I think it's a, a more model marriage than mine because I think Tracy for us, now you, Corey, you and Ron work oh. together too. Tracy and I work together and I think it's just so easy to do the roommate spouse mm-hmm. thing. It's so easy to, you're raising kids together, you're doing, you're, you know, you're doing your work together, you're doing a right. job together and you guys have a similar thing. Mm-hmm. How do you guys um, keep dating? What What are some tips? What are some tricks that, you know, maybe anyone listening to this might, this this is probably a wake-up call for a lot of couples listening to this right now on their road trip through Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. I can answer part of that, actually. Um, when we mentor couples, we always tell them, this is something that we learned from a military retreat that we went to after mm-hmm. he deployed one time. And they told us that you have to keep dating your spouse, which is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And when you go somewhere you can't talk about work and you can't talk about kids mm. and they talked about being knee to knee eye to eye and that's yeah. really uncomfortable mm. at first even knee if you've been married for awesome. years you you have to sit exactly like it says knee to knee so that your knees are touching mm-hmm. and you look straight in that other person's mm. eyes and you have to not talk about work or kids no it phones the hardest no thing wow. how long do they say you should do that I think we did this the first time. It was like five minutes at the retreat, and it was wow. That's intense. Fi- it is very intense, that's intense. But it was a very good session because they taught you this should not be uncomfortable. This is the person mm. that you're with, mm. and if you struggle to have that conversation for five minutes, mm-hmm. then you that's something that you have to keep working at. 
Did they give Did they give a, you a conversation to have? Did they give yeah, Did they guide you a little they bit? They gave you a couple of things, but the intention of it was to learn mm-hmm. how to talk outside of your normal rut. That's right? great. If you want to look mm-hmm. at it that way, so you have to come up with things. So you you know I might say, well you know where do you see yourself in three years mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what kind of a vacation do you think we could go on or what you know whatever there's a, you have to come up with things mm-hmm. that are outside of what 90 percent of our conversations are right. in a daily basis right and it was nice to be forced outside of that mm-hmm. right so you know you you grow and when you're put in uncomfortable situations right right well that was the intention of it is let's put you mm-hmm. and then of course that also was part of like if you have an issue that you need to talk mm-hmm. about hey we need to go knee to knee eye to eye well that that's you know yeah. indicating we need to talk about something right. and let's let's do that mm-hmm. well and i think that that's the thing we've got some good questions that we'll hit here in this podcast but you can you can find it also online on the website but i do think couples oftentimes um just settle into talking about work or kids because they don't know what else to talk about. That's the idea here. You should be asking questions to discover new things about Mm -hmm. each other all the time. Right. So hold on, Corey and Rhonda first. Do you, do you still do the knee to knee, eye to eye thing? Be honest. Is that something? No, we we haven't done that for a while. We talked about it on the way here. (laughs) You did? (laughs) We did. Yeah. But is it something you did after the retreat? We did. And you got better at it? A couple of times we did it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And it, yeah. It's a good thing. I say that we should do that again. Mm-hmm. That we mm-hmm. should commit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and get some, get, probably get some good breath mints. And, just uh, need me, just stare yeah, at pack each other. Whatever it takes. Just get ready. You know ready what, though? And, <laughs> and when, we, when we meet with couples for mentoring, we don't talk too much about the need and the eye to eye, but we do tell them when you go somewhere, make it intentional. Do not talk about kids yep. and do not talk about work because that's step one. And yep. that's really, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is. Because even if you ask a question like, where do you see us in three years? It's like, oh, well, so-and-so will be 10 and you, right. you can't yeah. talk about your kids and you can't talk about right. work. Wow. So well, it's and really I think, hard to do. And That's I think true. it's important for couples to know that that the divorce rate really gets higher and higher the longer people are married. Yeah. Hmm. So at that like 20 year mark, when you're starting to launch kids from your right. house, that's when couples really are like, whoa, that who are you? And that's because yeah. they totally. didn't do that that whole time. They were, exactly. not, they were not dating and courting each other and learning new things. And so now it's like, who are you? Yeah, we're just older, but yeah, that's a good point. I I've noticed that our you know our youngest is sixteen. He's got a he's got his driver's license, and so we it feels like empty nesting, and it is. It's different, huh, Trace? We've had to we've had to have more intentional talks, and we've had to try to have more walks. And yeah, I'm trying to get you to develop a love map that you know who I am, man. <laughs> this is, this podcast could not have come at a better time. <laughs> this is great. So why don't we get to that? Let's okay. let's Tracy talk. Talk, talk through the love map. So uh, this author Gottman, he's got uh, he's got a list of questions. Yeah, right? like so. Like, would okay. you say with your suggestions with your couples, like do some easy questions, like what's your biggest pet peeve? Do you do you know what Corey's biggest pet peeve is? He's got a couple. Yeah, I would. He doesn't like things that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. He's very logical. Okay. So if we go somewhere and I can't really think of even an example. Well, how about how about boarding a plane? And how come zone seven yes, that is the window? Why? Yeah. Why? So those kind of things. He just, he's, okay. yeah, he just wants to be in charge so he can fix all those kind of things. So <laughs> say yeah, that. that's good. So I don't know if that's his biggest pet peeve, but along those lines, I would say. Is yes. that on track, Corey? That's on track. 
What's what's Rhonda's biggest? I remember this from the video. What's Rhonda's <laughs> biggest pet peeve? It's a weird one. <laughs> Rhonda's biggest pet peeve is is a lot of people laugh, but this is it's true. Her biggest pet peeve is weak men. I have to explain that. I just have to explain that. I, I had to work out before you guys came over. <laughs> that kind of weakness. Because I knew this answer. No, it's 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 along the lines of of manning up and taking care of a situation, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 very disheartening to see a you know a jellyfish that's just kind of like please just beat me up a little bit more mm-hmm. and I'll just go sit in the corner, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And that's that's what that's her pet biggest pet peeve. Hmm. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not seen the video connected to this topic, go check it out at plextalk.org and and you'll see that Corey is not a weak man. <laughs> you, if you can't tell from his voice, um, he's a, he's maybe a couple of me, and and I'm not a weak man either, Ron. No, I don't you. think that. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> and we're not just talking about physique no, either, right? No, no, not at all. It's, right. Yeah. yeah, leadership. And, right, and, yeah. right. That's good. That's pretty much what so, it is. So couples mm-hmm. listening to this, you can pause and answer that question, what's your biggest pet peeve? And then unpause and we'll get to the next one. Let's let's do a couple more easy ones. What's your favorite dessert? Just real quick, favorite dessert, Rhonda. For him? Yeah, what's his favorite Cheesecake. dessert? Cheesecake. Yeah, with what, strawberries. Corey, for Rhonda. She likes brownies. That's true. It's good. This is going to be interesting. Sure. Brian, let's do this one. I, I got this one. Yeah, I got this one. Are you sure? I know yours is yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Well, that's what I want on my birthday. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what, but see, this is what, okay, you guys. <laughs> now that you is know. really good though. It I is. <laughs> yes. But that's not your favorite dessert? Well, I thought you were going to make fun of me here because I've been over the last couple of years, like I'm really good Monday through half mm-hmm. of Friday. <laughs> And I don't allow myself, I like count my calories. I don't, I don't have the desserts I want. And then come Friday afternoon, all weekend long, I just party it up and I eat whatever I want. So some weekends I'm like, I want Rice Krispie treats. The Mm. next weekend I'm like chocolate pudding. I have to have pudding this weekend. Totally. So I thought. See, that's, that's, that's hard to map. It is. That is hard to map. I'm on Brian's side on that one. That's a tough one though. Well. I don't know. I'm just telling you. We that's... could be here a year from now, and then he'll say every second Friday she likes <laughs> she rice krispie treats, and then, and the then I do treats. like yeah. Snickers. It's true. The rice krispie treats has been a thing, and Kenzie, our daughter, makes fun of us because she's like, "Who eats rice krispie?" <laughs> yeah, but then she snacks on them, and she thinks they're great. Yes, so who true. doesn't I... like marshmallows? No, they're good. And butter. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. let's just show how easy it is to map my love. What is my favorite dessert? Well. You know this. Well, recently I feel like you're enjoying frozen fruit in a cup. Oh my goodness, we need to go to counseling. But you like, you do like. Knee um, to knee, eye to eye. Let's go right now. He does love good and plenty candy. Is that what you're going to say? What do I want on my birthday? Oh, your mom's chocolate chip cookies. That's it. Oh, but that's but that's like the birthday birthday. cake. That's That's another question. We didn't know that was going to be a question. How is that not the same question, people? (laughs) The the dessert you pick for your birthday is your favorite dessert. How could it not be your favorite dessert? Why would you pick something? Is that what you would pick for your birthday? Apple pie a la mode. See, mm-hmm. it changed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't even feel like I, don't. I know anything. But here's the point. We're just <laughs> we need to change a website. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning. We're learning. Birthday dessert, regular dessert, weekend dessert. Seriously. All right. Couples listening to this, we you, don't know. you figure it out. Hit pause we and answer know. this question. What's your favorite dessert? And we'll be back for the next one. All right. Here's the next question. This, should, this one should be easy. What's your favorite movie? Can we do that one? Okay. Favorite movie. Yeah. 
Hers is Titanic. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Mm. What's Corey's? I don't know. I'm trying oh. to blank on this one. <laughs> wow. I really am. I'm gonna, let me try to guess. Okay, see if I know your husband better than you do. Braveheart. Yep. <gasps> <laughs> Not. I was. For this real? is gonna be funny. Is, is Braveheart <laughs> what you were gonna say? Because I was gonna say the Princess Bride. I, you know, I would, I would probably let you say the Princess Bride, <laughs> even though that's vastly different. <laughs> I was gonna say that is a very. That's <laughs> in Braveheart. The the Princess Bride was just my like a childhood movie of mine that just you know that. I just and you've have... had our kids watch it, and they're like, I don't understand why this is funny to you. It's a cult classic. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, man. what's my favorite movie? Hmm. Sound know. of Music. I did love that movie, you but I don't. I don't know that I can I honestly know. say I have a favorite movie. Mm, good. Okay, then I get half credit for half that. Half credit. <laughs> but Ron- I get full credit on Corey's. So Darn. Rhonda, we're tied. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even know. All right. One last question. Well, wait, so, sorry, couples listening to this, hit pause, answer that for each other. What's your favorite movie? And, uh, and then we're going to, we're going to just do one more and we'll, and then we'll just kind of list out. out all yeah. The Cause there's some good open-ended questions that get a little deeper. Okay. okay. So one more for the studio. Okay. Who's your best friend? Aren't we supposed to say each other? <laughs> no, oh, that's so nice. You can. She is my best friend. Though. No, he really is. Yeah. yeah. That's what we would say too. Yeah. We do not have a very like our circle is pretty small. small. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, Rhonda's my best friend. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. I can honestly yeah. say that. That's good. I think we would say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No, definitely. If but if I had to, if you had to say someone other than your spouse, I don't know. You would probably say your sister. Right. Yeah. But interestingly, I don't know. What would you yeah, we've say? had this conversation the last we've had this conversation mm-hmm. several times. I would probably say my boy JD. That's what I would th- I mean there's a, there are several good options, but he's just one just one of those guys that over the years has been so faithful and mm-hmm. it's just a servant and Okay. That's good. That's good. A little shout out to JD and I know. He'll be like, Oh, that was my name. All those servant <laughs> leaders out there in the world. Okay, let's just go through these other, Trace, real quick, go through these other questions yeah, so I mean, people I, can hit pause on I them. mean, I think it's fun, fun to do some of those other questions that mm-hmm. we're kind of laughing over. But then some of the questions that you need to go a little deeper, are like, what are your goals for the next five years? How do you feel about your job right now, even though that breaks your rule that you guys were saying, don't right. talk about work? Right. But it might be a different <laughs> angle true. to take. Or you, sure. Yeah, what's your favorite thing? Or what's, right. what could you change? Right. Or, or what things the, like that. Yeah, exactly. What's the biggest challenge for you? Mm-hmm. Or what do you see for our kids' future? Again, that breaks the rule a little bit that you guys are saying. But if you're if you're doing it with a, I think a directive, not just yeah. complaining about, you know, Sally well, we didn't do her homework. And right. we don't mean that they can't ever do that. Like, right. you know, if I think it's a good thing to be intentional about, right. hey, where do you see yourself at work in the next mm-hmm. three to five years? That's a good conversation. But that would be a specific, like, you would intentionally say we're going to go talk about Correct. you and your job Correct. and maybe brainstorm on how we can help you or whatever, right. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same right. with the kids. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you should absolutely have conversations about the kids. But, yep. No, that's you know. right. Yeah. So then I think a yeah. couple of other questions, what qualities do you most value in a friend? I mean, that's an interesting yeah. conversation starter, I would say. That's mm-hmm. good. Tell me some things about your teen years. I think it's always good to kind of go back in time, learn your spouse a little bit, like what they were like as a kid, what was like as a teenager, what were your memories, you know, with your family, 
Um, this is an interesting one. If you could build a home, what would it look like? You guys have built a home, haven't yeah. you? We have. <laughs> so did it, did it look like what it should have looked like? It's getting there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, good. we're redoing a home right now. We did build a home years ago, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah kind of fun, I though. mean, yeah, it's fun to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that is so a good fun question because things change, right? I mean, yeah. Or if you have differing visions, like right. okay, well, what am I willing to compromise on? What would you compromise? That could be yeah. Interesting. And when you ask somebody that when they've got little kids versus when their kids mm. are teens and yeah, older, exactly. it changes exactly. So. Wasn't wasn't this Oops. a Jim and Pam conversation? I think yes, this was yes. she wanted the the trellis with the flowers. Yes. remember yeah. on the second yeah, floor. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the sports writer yeah. in <laughs> Philadelphia, and she's like, "What the heck? Where yeah. am I? Yeah. Where am I in this dream?" <laughs> um, okay, the last one is this is a good question. If you could change one thing about you, what would it be and why? One thing about yourself? Yeah. So with okay. your spouse, like to ask your spouse that, what would you change about yourself? That could be interesting. That could be very interesting. So we're not going to answer you, that one on the air. No. Yeah. What would you? <laughs> so the, but I want to make sure and clarify that you're not asking, like, what would I'm not what would Rhonda him. change about you? No. What would yeah. you Rhonda would change? change just want to make sure we clarify yeah, that's that. True. That, that. That's true. That would cause a lot well. of problems. That's a good point. <laughs> no, what you would change in yourself. <laughs> that's a good point. That, that didn't even. Every man knew that as soon as they heard that. They, they were thinking just what Corey was thinking. <laughs> So those are just some good open-ended questions. The point is, couples, to be intentional in conversation, ask each other questions because that's how you discover new things about your spouse. That's what you did Mm -hmm. when you dated, I hope. That's what you should be doing in your marriage. That's the idea of the love map. Be be vulnerable. Yes. Don't be afraid to open yourself up. Exactly. Yes, exactly. It's a good New Year's challenge, too, to ask something along those lines. mm -hmm. How can I be a better husband or father or whatever that's yeah. a great, and actually ask your kids and ask your spouse that's a great yeah. question too yeah. yeah so the topic is called uh, develop your love map you can find it at flextalk.org slash family in our family section uh, couples we really encourage you to do this conversation have this conversation not just once but over and over again if you want to uh, check out the book there's a link on the site as well to the book if you want to read a little bit more on your love map and and having a better marriage but uh, thanks for listening in Corey and Rhonda thanks for joining us for this one it was fun